It's a little, that's a little Mass Effect humor for you. <laughs> Was that Legion? <laughs> it's Legion, yeah. It's my favorite character <laughs> in Mass Effect 2. It's Jonathan from Property Brothers. <laughs> Welcome to Video Bang. Get whoa, no. Video Bang. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different cast. That's a very different podcast. Welcome to Video Game Podtimism, the optimist video game variety show where two best friends talk about the wonderful world of gaming. My name is Chase. My name is David, and you can't just go past that, Chase Albee. You can't just I'm, leave that one in the rearview mirror. I'm going to drive we right past it. We have to discuss it. this. I know we talk about like what we're drinking every week and this is turning into like a video game beer cast, but like I'm just, I'm doing bubblies tonight. So like I'm a, a responsible little lad uh-huh. and David's got a Mai Tai over there. Mai Tais are strong. There's a lot and of I alcohol was, in a Mai Tai. I was really worried that you were just going to like burst through the wall like Kool-Aid man. <laughs> <laughs> like just take the, the intro. Mai Tai. <laughs> Kick down my door to the intro to the podcast i was like okay okay just like at least start on the rails <laughs> sure although i would be much more uh, amenable to seeing a pitcher full of mai tais as opposed to a pitcher full of kool-aid like who who wants a pitcher full of kool-aid let's think about this for a hot second i could drink a cup i could drink a cup but like if i see a pitcher full of kool-aid i don't know that's i don't that's that's not my vibe you're suspicious right. of the Kool-Aid man. I'm suspicious of the Kool-Aid man. Is he hiding something? He bursts into your home without knocking. That's for sure. Yeah, it's not a good start. <laughs> is, the, is the Kool-Aid man actually a police officer? I, I knew a that's where it was going. A no-knock warrant? I saw your, a twinkle in your eye saying, like, I'm going to fucking go after these, <laughs> these cops one more time. If we haven't gone after the cops enough on this podcast, strangely enough, for a video game podcast. Yeah, fair, true. <laughs> hey, have you been playing video games, David? Yes, I have been playing video games. Here, I got a little plan. Why don't you tell me about this? Oh, that's your plan? That's my plan. That's, that's a great plan. plan. I love that grand, plan. A grand plan, yeah. That's a grand plan that is a grand so slam. easily... A t- Ooh, <laughs> sorry grand to, plan. Sorry to cut you off of the pass slam. there. No, you. <laughs> I deserve to be cut off for that one because what I had was not as good as the grand plan as a grand slam yeah. for my hop. Anyways, yeah, <laughs> I have been playing video games. I've still been playing Madden. Okay, yeah, it's a good. It's like like how how you use Monster Train. I kind of use mm-hmm. Madden. Mm. It's just like a low stress kind of pop in, pop out, play for like thirty minutes kind of game for me sure it's a turn your turn the volume down on your brain for a second yeah yeah there is there's a certain rhythm to it and 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 like real football there is moments of just like not really having to do anything it's just like sitting there and thinking like okay this guy's gonna do that this guy's gonna do that and picking the best play Mm -hmm. uh and then you get to do said play and see if it worked out so still enjoying that it's still Mm -hmm. good no more no more spooky spooky horror stories to to speak of no spookery recently the only thing that's spooky is the voice acting sometimes Mm. Yeah, it's it's strange. There are large gaps in between mm-hmm. people saying things in these cutscenes. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's like they'll say one thing and like the animation of what they're doing and of what they're saying like keeps going. <laughs> yeah. For a good like five seconds and then it switches to the next person saying something and it just does that. I kind of just skip over everything because I just I don't have time for that. I feel like games really have not for the most part nailed what natural conversation rhythm sounds like other than like things that are like directly motion captured and voice acted in the moment. Sure. I feel like a lot of the time you see that where it's like Yeah, it's like it was dubbed over. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like what's going on here? Yeah. Um so I don't know if they just didn't like 
they, they probably just didn't put as much time into that part as they did other parts of it, which is sure. fine. I mean, they release this every year. It's a football so you, game, man. You can't, not... you can't expect it to be a per- perfectly polished piece of media every year if they're just yeah, doing you, it each time. You're here for throwing the pigskin, not for jibber-jabbering yeah, in the yeah. locker room. I mean, I'm just trying to play some football. So, yeah, you just, you just get past all that part and just play the game, and the game's good. And that's yeah. really what you're there for. Um, so, yeah, still a fun game. I Sweet. also... Has been playing Outer Wilds. Nice, hell yeah! I flew into the sun by accident. Yeah, sure. And died. That's a thing. I saw a a like <laughs> something orbiting the sun, and I was like, I'm gonna try to get that. But the sun's yeah. gravity is so strong. Yeah. That either it just f- slingshots you into deep space, mm-hmm. or you get sucked into it. There's a very little wiggle room for in between. Sure. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna probably jump back into that and try to get into the sun a little bit more or get around the sun a little bit more see what's going on there nice um but we'll see what's going on in that game it's still very mysterious i still like it quite a bit yeah uh, it's fun it's a fun little roguelike have it on good authority that you should play the dlc for it echoes of the eye oh okay i didn't even know there was dlc yeah i i actually don't know if it's on xbox or not um i'll have to check for it but like at all on xbox yeah i'm not sure i, I see it on steam uh yeah now it looks like it's there I probably just have to buy it. Yeah, that's possible. Listener uh, Ben, hello Ben, Ben uh, said, "Wow, I hope David plays Echoes of the Eye." So, whenever you're finished with the main game, all right, Echoes of the Eye, it is. Yeah, thank you, Ben. Yeah, great rack. You know, uh, a little aside about the name Ben. Mm. My last name is Benavides, so whenever we whenever we would go to restaurants, my dad would put his name down as Ben. Ah, wow, a little sneaky. Because Gus was too hard for people to hear him say. And also to hear him, other people say in the restaurant. There's too many things that Gus could be, but a Ben has a strong B. Yeah, got that. You know? <laughs> yeah, got that. <laughs> it's not, well, it's not Bean, but it's Be. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but it sounds like you're going to say Bean. Yeah. <laughs> that's how they That's that's how they would call my family when our table was ready. Beep. Yeah. Hey, beep. table mm. for four. Table for four. Yeah, that, that, that would be us. We have a table for four. Have you dined with us here at the Spaghetti Factory before? Ooh, no. We were more Buka de Beppa people. You're more Buka people? Yeah. I like that. We didn't really we didn't really mess with the this old spaghetti fact. Yeah. Uh, the old spaghetti uh, factorio. We were more about <laughs> Buca de Beppo. We're all about yeah. that macaroni rosa. That's, that was our shit. Interesting. Okay, nice. I was I was a uh, I was a big old old sketty factory boy. Yeah, I know. You had a you were you were a sketty man through and through. Uh, yeah, I was a sketty man. Love those breadsticks. I Hate to say it, man. I was a big Olive Garden guy, too. I mean, you know, I, w- I want to go back in time yeah. and see if Olive Garden just has reduced in quality <laughs> since then. Because I remember as a kid, I'm like, this is pretty good. Yeah, it's like the best shit. Yeah. And it's just like, wow, unlimited breadsticks and soup and salad. <laughs> What more does a man yeah. need? But yeah, it feels like, feel, I mean, you would feel like a king when you go to Olive, Olive Garden back in the day. Yeah. That's for sure. Anyway, this has been the uh, <laughs> fast casual dining cast. It's not even fast. Is, is that even fast casual or is that I more like. I guess not. I think fast casual is like Chipotle. Sit down. Yeah. I went to book. I went to Buka pretty recently. Why? There's one in uh, There's one in South Lake <laughs> Union. Mm. I was just craving bad Italian food, and like, there's one not that far from her house. I was like, ooh, I think that would actually be pretty good. That's my favorite Lady Gaga song, "Bad Bad Italian." Want a big old bowl of spaghetti? <laughs> that was beautiful. Thank you. That, that was beautiful. I loved that. Bad Romance is a really good song. Yeah, no no disrespect to Lady Gaga at all. That's a certified bop. 
yeah bad romance damn we are far away from we are, outer we are so far from video games um <laughs> outer wilds is good thank you yeah. ben for the suggestion you, to play the uh the dlc i will definitely look into that i don't feel like i've made much progress in that game recently because i've been sidetracked by other games i'll get that get to those in a second i also did a little dive into the nintendo switch online once again sure yeah and lo and behold there's a new game in the n64 section what is it uh pokemon puzzle league oh whoa i didn't realize that was on there was that recent i think that's the name of the game yeah i I think it just went on there pretty recently yeah it says three days ago yeah so I, i i popped on there i'm like oh something new and i never played this game before in my life okay yeah and i'm i was i i say hey i am a fan of the pokemon yeah so i was like give it a try they yeah. played this one before mm. so it's it's fun it has a silly little introduction intro part with a pikachu taking a, a dip in a pool and ash yeah. just like hanging out very vibey mm-hmm. uh, for a uh kind of like b-side pokemon game she's like oh ash and pikachu having a fun time at a pool now they're yeah. gonna do something crazy i'm bad at this game i'm really, oh, really? bad at this game i don't know what it is maybe it's my eyes i am i am colorblind maybe it's, yeah. it, it's that issue with me mm-hmm. but i find myself that i really I, I just can't get over the fact that i can't change blocks vertically <laughs> you can only change them horizontally mm-hmm. and i want so badly to change things vertically maybe it's to just like my it, tetris yeah. chain trained mind yeah. just sees things in verticals and wants to wants to change them that way yeah but pokemon puzzle league says no 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 think horizontally my friend yeah and succeed that way but i put it on the easiest difficulty Mm. uh gary is just kicking my ass repeatedly (laughs) and it is like my my old childhood nemesis has come back and just like remember me fucker what's up you might have beaten me a while ago dude but here's this weird tetris thing i'm gonna kick Uh, your ass in uh, uh, you sounded like a character from a game we'll talk about later when you said that stuff. Oh, really? But yeah, Pokemon Puzzle League was kicking my ass. Yeah, I, I want to see. I want to. I want you to play it and see what your experience is. If, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that it's not just me and maybe this game is just hard. But maybe yeah. I just have never really played a game like this before. But it was fun. It's possible, yeah. You know, it's a different type of puzzle game, that's for sure. But it definitely puts a nice little spin on the genre with a fun Pokemon background. Uh, and his damn Krabby kept on putting <laughs> little water bricks above my above my my area and making it harder for me to do pretty much anything. Yeah, fucking Krabby. I always forgot that <laughs> Krabby was a Gary Pokemon. But yeah, no, it was fun. I, I mm. really enjoyed it. I, I probably will play it a little bit more to see if I can get further and <laughs> actually beat Gary on the to easiest see if you difficulty. Can get, can get good. At yeah, the, fir- the first League. level. The first level on the easiest difficulty. I I I need to be able to to beat this for sure. for my own pride <laughs> and honor. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so bizarre. I know you're going to tell a story about something in a moment here, and it's so wild that <laughs> Pokemon Puzzle League has bested you. Yeah, so uh, that brings me to my next game. Yes. The game I played the most this uh, weekend, mm-hmm. which is Ninja Gaiden Sigma. Yes, you're back in it. I'm back in it. If anyone who follows the cast regularly uh, probably knows, last week Chase came in here and just really dominated the podcast. <laughs> pretty hard when he told me that he had started playing and then beat ninja gaiden sigma after i had told him the week prior that i had just begun playing it so i was playing it and then chase comes out of nowhere and just like i'm gonna beat it it wasn't intended as a flex he it, he looked at my gamer card and just like mm. laughed at it he just laughed at me <laughs> just like you're not a gamer did the like an- anime laugh you like 
punched as hard as you could at my face, and I barely moved. You uh, you put your your glasses up on your yeah, and they on shined. your nose, and the shine blocked your <laughs> yeah. eyes. And you're just like, oh, nice try. I have only yet begun to Ryu Hayabusa. Yeah, <laughs> which uh, unlocked my deep uh, hidden potential, actually. Mm, sure, so thank yeah. you, Chase. I had to reclaim my honor in some way. I was playing through this game, having a great time. It's a really fun yeah. game, honestly. I've unlocked a lot more weapons. I got the Vigorian Flail. That is a fun weapon. The uh, Are those like the nunchucks? The bladed nunchucks. Yes, yeah. Those are good ones, yeah. And they will decapitate anything real quick, especially against fiends that will just mob you. You just start smashing X and they just like, they die. It's great. Yeah. So yeah, you know, been working through it, been upgrading weapons, have a fully upgraded Lunar. Lunar's really good. That's Lunar like the staff, fun. right? Yeah, the staff is yeah. cool. So I really like the upgrade system because I always love an upgrade when it changes the actual the physical look of it. Oh my God. I can't get enough of that shit. I love it. That's something I wanted more from Elden Ring personally. Like if I had yeah. one complaint with Elden Ring is that my weapons didn't get cooler the more I upgraded them. And they were like a yeah. pain to upgrade too. Like just give me like a little bit of shine. Just make it more visually interesting. Just you could even bit. just just do it for the very last level of it. Like make it just like a little exactly, bit cooler. Exactly, right? When you get it like fully maxed out. Just like a little bit cooler. Yeah. That's all I ask. That's probably honestly my biggest complaint from, <laughs> from yeah, Elden no, Which Ring, is shocking. Which is like... a nitpick, as <laughs> yeah. we would say in the biz. But no, I've been playing Ninja Gaiden. Mm-hmm. Great fun, plowing through it, and then I get to the monastery, mm. and I jump down, yeah. and big old Alma, in all her glory, comes, comes crashing through the, through the window, Yeah, and I looked at her, and I just went, no, 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 not today. <laughs> Beat her on my first try. This is my gamer redemption moment. This is one of my biggest flexes, maybe, in gaming. <laughs> When you it, it when you texted me this, I like you know in like movies or shows where like the the screen goes like inverted colors and like I'm like all purple and there's like glass shattering in the background. Like that's what it felt like. Like, like a, a ghost had just passed through me or something. A phantom. Insert Tim Allen from uh, Home Improvement. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like the very dramatic moment where like a ghost passed through me, and then Tim Allen goes. A shock runs through you. A cold, a cold chill goes through your body, and the hairs on your on your neck stand on end. Tim is here. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> that happened. Um, yeah, that's that is bananas, David. I cannot believe this. Yeah, I've never played this game before. I mean, I played the first level when I was a kid, mm-hmm. but I never got past that. I don't know what happened. I just I I beat her. I don't I, in my first yeah up with one with one go. I'm I'm gonna flex that. I feel like this is a flex, and yeah. I'm gonna I'm you gonna should, own, flex I'm gonna it, own yeah. this flex. Uh, it's hard for me to own stuff like this sometimes, but I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna sit here. I'm gonna be like I beat Alma my first try. I think that it's worth it. Like I, I, like if you over flex in video games, you're like that guy, you know. Like, but I. I feel like that just just having this one that's really all you gotta say i mean like two truths and a lie gamer edition <laughs> like this would stump a lot of people wouldn't it yeah beat alma on the first try sold beats by dre and you have physically kissed mario before <laughs> oh yeah yeah no I, I wish i felt that mustache tickling across my upper lip do you think he's a good kisser <sighs> you know it probably is a musty kiss mm-hmm. i feel like he's a very active individual running a lot he runs yeah. a lot so it probably there's probably like some some sweat in that yeah. upper lip because i mean yeah. he's he's doing some battles right yeah he's yeah. really out there grinding mm-hmm 
He's got that Sigma male grind set, just like Ryu Hayabusa. So yeah, probably, but, but I bet it's very gentle. He's got I finesse. Very, I bet it's very loving and finesse. Yeah, but I don't yeah. know, I think it might be a little salty. Yeah. And I think his, I don't, I don't know how well he takes care of his his skin because he's always running and he's jumping and that's a lot of wind and air against your you know your pretty delicate lip skin yeah it's gonna get chapped he's also outside pretty often so like maybe sun damage is a thing i've never seen him apply Mm. uh sunscreen before yeah no sunscreen no chapstick oh cappy's friend chappy the chapstick (laughs) next game how how can we build a whole game around chapstick (laughs) i know mario Probably sounds more like a WarioWare game to me, actually. Chappy. They're just assless chaps that Wario wears while he's riding his motorcycle <laughs> oh, oh around. Oh my god. <laughs> Those that would be Chappy, for sure. <laughs> yeah. That's they should canon, just they should just chappy. remake they should they should just redo Mario Odyssey, but with Wario and Chappy instead of Mario and Cappy. <laughs> and you just like take over other creatures with your assless chaps. <laughs> But they're all, they all have to wear them whenever you take them over. Yeah, exactly. Just like the animals wear Cappy, they have to wear Chappy. They're walking around in his assless chaps. And he's just like, you're mine now. Man, I would play Wario Odyssey. Wario? This is this is free money, Nintendo. Yeah, come on. All right, get on it. Get on it. Chappy. Oh my Chappy. God. Chappy is... Those are, those are Satan's chaps, I would think. <laughs> He made. He, he definitely makes a deal with the devil to get those chaps. They are evil. Cappy is yeah. kind of like chaotic good. Yeah. These are chaotic evil. What even game were we talking about? <laughs> Ninja Gaiden. Ninja Gaiden. So you beat Alma. How how much farther did you get after that, or did you just like put it down to to bask in it? No, I beat Alma and I beat Doku. Okay. Yeah. The first time. I'm assuming I I fight both of them again because neither of them died. The first one's in that arena. He's taken Rachel and you've just come up from like all the underground water uh, bits. Oh no. Is that before or after the underground water bits? Have you fought the like worms that come out of the ground? Oh, those were those were harder than Alma. Those worms hate those worms. There's tricks to like beat them. Like you just have to like know what to do, but like they're kind of bastards. They are they are absolute bastards. I just you just have to wait and then dodge yeah. and then hit them because That's otherwise it, yeah. they just if you if you are aggressive with those ones they'll just fuck you up. Yeah, like if you're aggressive with Alma, you'll you'll get her. You just have yeah, to be real do, aggressive with Alma. You do have to kind of play it fast. Like you have to really get at her. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, this game is so different than like a Soulsborne game for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's it's hard in the same way. But I feel like this game. I have a a much more intense like hatred for. <laughs> yeah, it like really taunts you a lot of the time. Like, this the, game the feels game like wants it's to make you mad. Yeah, it feels like it's rubbing my nose in my mistakes. Yeah. Whereas yeah. a Dark Souls game is more like, ah, yeah, you fucked that one up. But like, we were really showing you that the giant was gonna roll right then. So like, yeah. you can't blame us. That was that's you should all know on you. for next time. Whereas this game is like, ah, oh, the camera's not working and I can't see where this person is. And like, yeah. I had no idea that there were people with bazookas about to shoot me from this radio <laughs> tower. Like, why was I supposed to know that? Yeah. And now they're like already all there, and I have to just wait until I die to be able to do it over again in an effective way. Yeah. So I, I feel like I hate play this game a lot more than a Soulsborne game. It's yeah. much more if if 
a Dark Souls game, Soulsborne game, is training you to be a Jedi and to get into this very kind of like meditative, peaceful state of mind of just like reading your opponent. This game is turning you into a Sith and just letting you channel your hatred <laughs> yeah. into the controller. Oh my gosh. It's a very different experience, very different experience in a Soulsborne yeah. game. So yes, it, there's a lot of that Soulsborne DNA, mm-hmm. but I think before I couldn't like put my thumb on like why it's so different it's like it's my mindset when i'm playing this game yeah like this game is taunting me and using that like anger to fuel me to higher heights yeah whereas a souls born game is just like we're gonna teach you how to play this game and you're gonna figure it out and you're gonna just like wipe the floor with these people at that point whereas yeah like when i beat a a boss in this game it's like i don't know if i'd be able to do that again i just went into a blind rage and just like (laughs) started doing like the things that I didn't even know I could do. Yeah, especially you're, you're just raw fury coming just, out of your hands. Just, it is just raw fury, but yeah. it's a very, it's a very different and unique and fun experience to to do that to be pushed yeah. that way. So yeah, it's it's very it's a very interesting game. <laughs> it is just got to go hard. Got to go every hard. every single second that you're playing this game. <laughs> yeah, um, then you'll be all your first try. God, dude, that's that's so wild. I'm still shocked. Tim has the specter of Tim is still behind me. Tim? Uh, Tim Allen. Oh. Uh, that was a pretty good one. I feel like I don't nail it whenever I try it. For some reason, that noise is like burned into my brain <laughs> from when I would watch that show as a kid. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Tim Allen has has tapped into some sort of dark magic to be like, this is the sound that's gonna get people going. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna remember tim allen because of this and we do to this and day we do. yeah it's true okay that's 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 all i've been playing chase <laughs> what, what have you been playing uh i've been playing some games i'm gonna tell you about two of them two of the games i've been playing all right the first one mm-hmm. is called power washer simulator david i wanted to do this one on the cast <laughs> did you know that no i didn't uh that was probably something i thought to myself but anyways give me all the details i i'm very curious to know how this game is <laughs> this is a really weird game uh <laughs> i'm fairly certain that uh listener rufus called his shot with this one too because he was like hey i suspect that this will be a ding boy experience uh sure enough sure enough david how many houses have you cleaned chase so i've cleaned two houses i have cleaned a couple of vehicles i have cleaned a uh like a children's park and and i am currently cleaning a skate park a whole skate park a whole skate park david how satisfying is it chase this is this is the question i've been asking myself because like (laughs) i lost hours to this game on saturday really hours and hours. damn i played it for probably like three hours on the first like two levels or so uh-huh. just going through cleaning everything off and for somebody who doesn't know what this <laughs> is this is a simulator game where you just need to clean stuff with a power washer you power wash things yeah you, if you, you don't power want to power wash, wash if you don't know what a power washer is a high pressured water that cleans yeah. grime off of pretty much anything any surface so like the way that they've gamified this is that like you essentially have to clean off enough parts of something when you finish washing off a part of something say like a wheel on a car or uh-huh. like a section of fence or something like that yeah uh you have to clean it enough you have to get enough of the grime off through just power washing once you hit a certain threshold a literal like ding will pop up on the screen being like hey you did it so like this is literally a ding boy video game oh David. man the pavlovian ding it's so brutal <laughs> and 
Uh, so yeah, the, you just walk through whatever they needed to clean. So like on the level where you clean somebody's backyard, it's like you have to clean the the stone ground that they have, like all the chairs that they have, their little like uh, table that they have, the fence uh-huh. in their backyard, this yeah. little like like pond pool that they have. Okay. And so it just goes on and on and on like this. Uh, you can purchase with the uh, money that you make in the game upgrades to your power washer. You can buy a whole new mm. power washer if you want to like get oh, you know better more sprays power? and sh- more, more washing. More washing, yeah. Ugh. Or if you want to buy like solutions that'll help you, uh, like spray down, Break like, down a whole, grime better. Yeah, a whole get section, that rust right? off. Get that lime off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, if you don't want to go through like really specifically with your tiny little things, each power washer has like a different, a couple different nozzles, right? So one that's like very wide, but it's not particularly powerful. So like if you just need to wash like dirt off of something, that does great. And then the more narrow it goes, the more like intense the pressure is. So if you've yeah. got like r- real sticky grime, then you got to like get right up in there. Mm. Sticky grime, you say. <laughs> so I too am trying to f- answer the question, do I like this game? Is it fun i don't know david is it fun or does it feed my addiction i like that's the thing is i uh, i was playing it i lost like many hours to it uh-huh. em and i went to dinner she was gonna go hang out with her friends and i came home and just immediately popped power washing simulator back on and played until like midnight <laughs> uh, uh, honey go go be with your friends i'm busy it's fine i got work to do man. <laughs> I, got, like, I got work to do i got work orders coming in non-stop okay i gotta clean this dude's golf cart stat oh so and, well, hold on I have a I have a really quick question. Just yeah, a clarification, yeah. really. Sure. When the when the game dings, mm-hmm. can you still keep washing, or is it just saying like this is an acceptable level of washed? It essentially takes that section that you're cleaning and says like this is done now. Any other little speck that you might have on here is cleared away, so like this is a clean section now. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Continue, please. So I like when I'm playing it, I wouldn't say like this is really fun. Like I'm just like laughing out loud, having a great time, and yeah. like there are moments even when I'm like kind of clenching my teeth a little bit because i'm like trying to get like the right line and like get every little speck of fucking dust off and shit and i have to be like okay i gotta like not take this quite as like seriously and try and optimize this as much as i am you gotta you're gonna you're gonna need to put on a night guard or something yeah no go i, I mean i have one so i'll just go put put mine on while i'm playing this game Oh it's man. A deeply satisfying video game and uh-huh. I could see myself playing this entire thing and being like none the wiser like d- just totally crushing through every level of this. Uh-huh. And it is similar to the experience I had with Gas Station Simulator um <laughs> I that I played that like one. yeah yeah. Huh. I played and uh what is it House Flipper Simulator. I also played mm. that one. Where it's like prop bros. The, I am the prop. I am the prop bro. I am the property brothers. We we are. We are. Property. We are the property brothers. Terrifying. Does, does, does this, this brother, brother have, have a soul? soul? It's a little. That's a little Mass Effect humor for you. Uh, was that Legion? <laughs> it's Legion. Yeah, it's my favorite character in Mass Effect too. Is Jonathan from Property Brothers? <laughs> <laughs> it actually was voiced by Jonathan from Property Brothers. That's where that's he got a, that's the weird thing. Yeah, he rolled Mass Effect Two into uh, Property Bros Empire. So good for him. You got to respect that. <laughs> anyway, so I, I think the not the problem I have with those games, but it's something I notice about all of them is that like because there is so little friction in most of these games that the experience doesn't end up feeling particularly rewarding at the end of it Mm. that like i'm like i don't i don't know that i did a lot just now like things happened 
and I clicked buttons and like a house was there now. But like, <laughs> I wish that's how it worked in real life. <laughs> me too. And I, I like, I, honestly, I think that's partially like part of the draw of it. It's just like, mm. look at this like stuff that I can do that I that would take me all fucking day in yeah. real life. And your whole bank account. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, I think this game is, a, it has a little bit more friction just because like you do have to wash every inch of this fucking place, you know, like, sure. It's it's not like you just click a button and suddenly that part of the area is clean. Mm-hmm. Sort of similar to a house flipper simulator where like to clean a house, you just go like click and hold your mouse button and it like kind of cleans the area and you just wait a second. Whoa. House cleaners are on are on notice with that yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. This is your whole job and look how easy it is in this game. <laughs> They do, they do hard work. I think it's got a little bit more friction than that. So like once you're done with it, you're like, wow, I did a lot of cleaning just now. I did it. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I'm still left with like kind of a, a weird feeling at the end of it of like, should I have done yeah. something else just now? I guess I'm, it's the, the, the simulation genre yeah. is fascinating to me. Yeah. No, because, same. you know, if we're having this whole entire conversation of our video games art, where do simulation games fall? Are video games also work? Are video games, can video games also just be simulation of mundane tasks that then become yeah. gamified and enjoyable? Because, I mean, would you, would you have as much fun actually power washing like your backyard if it was dirty no i yeah and i i think like what the what the artful things about these games because like uh, uh, like i'm i'm fully on the other side of the art games art thing right like yes i i fully think that they are same uh yeah and like i think if you're looking at the artful part of a game i think that these games do a very good job of simplifying menial tasks and allowing you to feel mm. accomplished in doing those things making them without- mundane enjoyable Yes, in like a way that feels like, hey, I it taps into the part of your brain that once you're done cleaning your house, you're like, nice, my house is clean. Gotcha. That's cool. And so like, I think that that part of it is is cool and like it's satisfying and like taps into mm-hmm. a part of my brain that will just keep doing that. Sure. Like I'll just keep going. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that like that is as rewarding experience as like playing something else. Sure. I'm not, I'm not going to talk about it at length because I'm going to hold off until we do our full episode about it. But I beat Metal Gear Solid 2 and that game was like eight, eight, nine hours or so. Mm-hmm. And like hugely impactful i'm like still thinking about it i'm still kicking things around and like i don't think a game's value has to be determined by like how long you conceptualize the big ideas in it or something like that like, yeah I'm, I'm not so far up my own butt that i think like you know artsy <laughs> games are the end all be all but like <laughs> yeah it did leave an impact on me in a way that these games usually don't other other than me trying to figure out what about it what about this game is the thing that keeps me there maybe it's more of like a reflection of the of of humans of just like your base human self like what about this game is making (laughs) me enjoy it and like not want to stop playing it right now yeah because yeah it it really it gives you the best part power washing Mm -hmm. without all the parts that suck which is the physical labor and like holding on to this thing that wants yeah. to rock it out of your hands and like your hands are aching, your cores is shot at the end of it. The cleanup, the the money you have to spend on it. Uh, yeah. Also, they don't model in this. I've used a power washer before. The option for something to go wrong, like I, I've I've yeah, cleaned. everything just goes right. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it, like I I power washed my backyard at some point and like the stones that I washed off super nice because mm. they're they're just stone. It's sure. easy to clean them off. Sure. Uh, I tried to clean off my wooden deck and started stripping the ever loving shit out of the deck and was like, oh, no, right. I, can't, 
I cannot do this one. Yeah. Um, in, a, in a video game, it should be like, no, you don't want to do this. Sorry. Oh, yeah. No, you just use a different one. Or it just yeah. works. It's not a problem. Mm-hmm. So, like, the the stakes are pretty low. So, in that regard, it is a power fantasy. Nothing can go <laughs> wrong, really. Nothing, yeah. Only, nothing can... Oh, you can only do it right. It just takes a long time sometimes. You're never going to be in the hole more money than you already are starting up the game. Yeah, you're never going to rent this machine for money and then fuck something up in your home. That's yeah. then going to cost more money to fix. Exactly. Yeah. Like it, it's it's just not going to go that badly. And so I think it's yeah, it's just this like sense of like accomplishment almost like digital mm-hmm. accomplishment. Yeah, totally. And like plenty of games do that. But I think the the bizarre thing about the simulator games is that they do it so directly. Like I feel yeah. accomplished in Minecraft when I build a cool thing that I've conceptualized. Like that's really fun. It's creatively accomplishing. Yeah. To do that. Whereas this one is like, I have work for you. And you're like, right. okay, I'm going to do the work now. And that is satisfying. Here's your hourly rate. <laughs> yes. Like you're making more money to like start a better in-game business. I have no idea. So it's, it's really bizarre. I'm probably going to keep playing it, but it's right now it is very much a audiobook or pod podcast game where like, yeah, it is the secondary activity. It sounds appropriate. Anyway, huge tonal shift. I am also playing Symphony of War. David. What is what is this? Is this the like Tales of Symphonia or something like that? <laughs> Not exactly, no. Um Symphony of War is uh this game by Dancing Dragons Games. Uh that's it is a great a, that's a great name. Very good, very good, yeah, developer name. This came out fairly recently. It, it there's a world where it was maybe in early access a while ago, but I only uh, it, re- it was really only on my radar fairly recently. Okay. Um, I'm playing it on the Steam Deck, and uh, it is a tactical RPG, I think most similar to Fire Emblem. Okay. Um, like, it, mm. it, there are a lot of parts of this game that share uh, parts with Fire Emblem. Sure. I, I would not go as far as to say, like, it's a ripoff or anything like that. I, I feel like it would, I would be hard-pressed to call anything a ripoff, because you still have to, like, build the fucking game. It's hard to do. Would you say it's, like, a Fire Emblem-like I'd say so. Yeah, like it's it's you know related somehow. Yeah. I, so I've played games like this before that are like trying to go after like what Fire Emblem is doing. I think Fell Seal is one that I uh, played a while back, and like mm-hmm. you know I'm not here to dunk on that game or anything, but it didn't really click for me in the way that I was hoping it would. Yeah. Um, I've also played a number of the like ROM hacks, like ROM hacks of the original GBA games. Which, uh, for somebody who doesn't know what that is, it's essentially like a homebrewed version of a Fire Emblem game just yeah. using the Fire Emblem engine. So mm-hmm. uh, the characters are new, the dialogue is different, like everything is very different than what the base game is, but like the tactical RPG stuff is still kind of similar. And uh, all of those have been like kind of hit or miss i think there's always something not quite there and that's not not to say like that any of these games are bad or like to disparage the quality of them because i thought they all had good stuff going for them too Mm -hmm. but like they didn't have the staying power or the lasting power that a typical fire emblem game does for me Mm -hmm. where like i i will just continue to live in that world for a long time because i'm like this place is great i love all these characters um, it's it's all like very fun stuff. So you love the relationships, love the relationships, love to kiss. You know how it'd be. That's definitely going on your tombstone. Chase Albie, love to kiss, love to kiss. <laughs> I was uh, like skeptical coming into this one because I'm like, is is this like really gonna do it for me? But I'm always willing to be proven wrong, and I think mm-hmm. I was in this case. Cool. It had, um, I think. Anything on Steam that has the like overwhelmingly positive reviews, I'm like, yeah, I'll go check that out because mm-hmm. it means like most people who have played this have reviewed it like very well. Yeah. And it's you don't see that very often. I feel like there's not that many games that have the overwhelmingly positive reviews. 
And so I checked it out and uh, sure enough, like the the fighting of it is similar. Like it's a grid based fighting game, fighting system game. Mm -hmm. So like you control a number of units and you're fighting against somebody else's army. Um, It makes a interesting twist in like the fact that the individual units on the map actually representing like a number of people that you're controlling. So what that means is when you click on somebody, it's got like a hero and positioned on like a tile system. There's like their support units or something which can be anything it can be like healers or archers or Mm -hmm. infantry or magic users or like any number of things and once you're out of combat you can go and like change all that so like you can go recruit people who are just like nameless or not nameless they actually do have names but less story important characters yeah to change your army so like your heroes all have their own you know specific modeled units but uh the the smaller characters you can just kind of start building out these like units that change i think makes it significant enough to the point where like when i'm going into a battle i have to really think about like okay what kind of units am i am i up against and how can i lay out my army in the best way that like makes sense right Mm because if you put a group of all healers together then it's like not that effective but if you put you know two healers and like three paladins or something in the front like that's a real tanky unit that you can like put out in the front and like they're not going to get killed very easily right Mm -hmm. and there's all sorts of combos like that that you can unlock through like you know different xyz thing right Mm -hmm. it's like you know if you put archers with this kind of unit then they do more damage in the back line or something like that yeah that all sounds a little overwhelming but they do a really good job of tutorializing it and not giving you too much at once Mm-hmm. They're just like, let's just use these units that we have in the beginning, and then we'll give you a little bit that you can fuck with over time. Mm-hmm. And uh, they also have like really good uh, like difficulty options and the ability to turn back just like one turn if Ooh, you want to or anything nice. like that. So nice. Um, they did that in the mo- in uh, three houses as well with Divine Pulse, but like it's so helpful to just be like, let me just take that one again because like I feel like I fucked that up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's really good. It also like explicitly has these things called support scenes, which are similar to or or very much from Fire Emblem, where like if people on the battlefield like get to know each other enough and they like talk to each other enough, then uh their relationship goes up and you can see these like small interactions that they have with one another. And like I wouldn't say the writing is like astounding in this game mm-hmm. and like oftentimes can feel a little wobbly, but like I get a pretty clear picture of who these people are. Sure. And like, you know, some of it's goofy and some of it's cheesy, but like I, I get it. Like it's good enough. It's good enough, right? Like yeah. there there's there's a character that uh is like I guess like a battle priest or something like that. Ooh. She that's a great she like, class. It's very good. She like has healing powers, but she is kind of tanky. And so she like typically wants to be in like a group with like a bunch of other melee users. Does she have a morning star or something? A mace? Uh, she usually heals. So like she'll mm-hmm. stand in like the back and sort of just like heal the front row or okay. whatever. But she's got a lot of health. And initially in the game, she's talking to somebody and she's like, yeah, I wanted to be a paladin. But like, you know, X, Y, Z reason I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's like this, you know, legendary paladin unit that she's like you know the the war maidens or something like that sure and she's like i wish i could have been them they're cool as fuck but like it just didn't work out for me Hmm. and then like later in the game you meet like one of them and i'm like oh god i can't wait for these two people to meet because this other chick is gonna like freak out that she's meeting like one of the big you know war paladin girls and like yeah stuff like that where it's like i i get a very clear picture of who these people are Mm -hmm. and the interactions between them are really fun visually and sort of stylistically reminds me of you remember those old like Hercules and Xena shows? 
right from like the early 2000s yes it reminds me of that of like fire emblem is really cartoony and like the level of polish on it is really high mm. um these games are the the models of the characters some of them are like approaching realism and like they Whoa. look kind of like real people whereas okay. like your your main character is like an anime person like they have like blue blue ass hair and like feel very goofy and so like sure i could see that being sort of weird but like in the same way that like xena owns like the show is really good yeah it's similar here where like the the surface level visual layer of it it's very bizarre and kind of wonky but like in in there is a very good game Mm -hmm. and like it it does the stuff that i want it that i want like a fire emblem like game to do sure and so i'm really into it like the I, i think the overall story is like genuinely pretty good and pretty interesting it you know starts like i not slow at all it like puts you directly into this conflict and the stakes seem pretty like you're like i i understand what's going on here but like clearly this is not the the full story because things seem to be working out pretty quickly and then they all sort of come to a head and like you know mm. there's a pretty sizable twist that happens mm. what a twist what a twist you start out and you know you're in one of three kingdoms and mm. uh the kingdom is currently having this like rebellion led by this guy and you're just a soldier and so you're my, like, guy. Tas- my guy you're tasked with putting down this rebellion and so you go and try and do that and like you know slowly but surely it's like yeah we're gonna do this we're gonna beat this person but like this feels kind of weird like we're attacking our own countrymen like it's not it's not great mm-hmm. and once you like go and beat the the general of their place you go in there and then like the the prime minister or something shows up and he's like oh this is like really good jobs i i am gonna have to like apprehend you though for the attempted murder of this guy uh or the the princess that he's captured Whoa. and you're like what like what the fuck does that mean uh and then he goes and kills the general himself uh takes you prisoner and then goes oh, and kills man. the princess himself too whoa what a bastard you know you get put in prison and busted out by uh these like people one of them being this like paladin girl Mm -hmm. Uh, who's like you know there's this old prophecy about like there being five like heroes of legend a couple people seem to think i'm one i don't know and like you've got a a great sense for battle so maybe you too Hmm. but like the the writing makes it feel like the paladin girl is not convinced that that's actually the case she's like this is something that people have said but i don't know if it's actually like real or not yeah but there's certainly bad shit happening and like it sort of feels like that end of it is right mm-hmm. so it's it's interesting like that that okay. part of the mystery is really fun even if you know some of the actual like dialogue is like it's a weird thing to say but like <laughs> a good prophecy is always fun it's always fun and like i for a while there i was like very into games that are telling like really grounded human stories mm-hmm. and I, I still am and i think that was kind of a response to like every single game being a game about being in a prophecy yeah yeah absolutely every game you're you're the chosen one but you have amnesia exactly. so you got to figure it out yes and so like i think it's natural to want other stuff after playing those kind of games for so long but like in a world where both of those things exist i'm cool with it if you want to tell the prophecy story like that's cool too no it's cool and sometimes you know they go too far in the other direction you get exactly uh, last of us part two which is the people sometimes yeah just like kind of a harrowing journey so like i'm cool with being an ancient hero of lore you know like yeah that's fine so yeah i i think it's really good it's uh i i wouldn't say a sleeper hit because like a lot of people are playing it Mm -hmm. but like if you're into this stuff i think this one's close enough to what fire emblem is doing that they you know they hit all the marks for me it's totally possible that like you know fire emblem means something else to other people and like this one won't do it for you but for my money what i go to for that game um it's doing a really good job of that Mm -hmm. it's a good game 
Good game. Anyway, this will bring me to my optimistic thing of the week, David. Which is? It is upgrading your class, David. Ooh. That's a big one. That's a a big big one. one. Love that. It happens a lot in Fire Emblem. It's happening in Symphony of War where Uh like your unit has enough strength and they can get an upgrade where they wear like cooler armor and can wield a fucking uh, spear or something now. (laughs) That stuff is so... (laughs) It's so cool. I wish there was a voiceover like what you just said for when the you you upgrade your class. Like you can up you can wield a fucking a spear fucking now. Spear or now. <laughs> you got a spear, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, love it. Love it whenever they do that. I love it when it's accompanied by a visual change. Oh yeah, especially if somebody was not on a horse and now they're on a horse because they're Ooh, that's a big visual change big visual change they have that in fire emblem pretty frequently now yeah exactly stronger got a horse can move, go farther we're not one but we're two we are two yeah it's fun i like that david do you have something fueling your sense of optimism this week i do what is it it is a good immersive helmet <laughs> okay what do you mean what, what what am i thinking of what reminded me of it this week was playing the outer wilds yeah and having my helmet on while i went underneath a waterfall oh yeah and just just like the change in audio of just like that very, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cl- very clearly uh, muffled. Like I'm wearing something and there's water pouring down my head. That's the, that's the only sound yeah. this is. And then afterwards having like these beads of water running down it yeah, as yeah. it dries off. Um, but always have a good, a good helmet, like especially in any game where, you know, there's, there's visual effects on the helmet, like yeah. cracks or perspiration or even the HUD, or just like, oh, you know, there's a little bit of the, the screen just like yeah. uh, cut out on the side to make it feel like a helmet. Halo does that. Halo, Metroid Prime, Metroid Prime yeah. games were a great example of this, Outer Wilds. Oh, yeah, true. So those are the games that really come to mind when I talk about that, but really great. Uh, oh, I always love that. Just adds to the level of immersion quite nicely totally i yeah i agree i think um doom had a good one if i remember correctly like doom did have a good helmet i don't remember if it stayed around like it might have been one of the ones where like it shows up right when you put it on and then it like kind of fades into the background but yeah i remember it being being interesting to like have the helmet on um hey do you want to move on to our main thing dude let's do it Hey, it's Good Games. It is uh, the segment where we talk about the OKS games of yesteryear and gush all the things that we love about them. We have recently opened up our uh, suggestion box. Mm. It's on it's on poddomism.com if you want to get over there and, and check that yeah, out. Yeah, we're reaching deep into our bag now. Yeah, we're we're in our bag, as, as they say. Mm-hmm. And uh, we uh, uh, asked for some suggestions. We got some. Thank you for uh, those who submitted one or many. And uh, one that uh, we said, hey, I bet this is easy to get because it's on PlayStation Plus, whatever that thing is. PlayStation Premium. Well, I'd, like I, I had seen this game before, so I was like, well, I'm, I'm into checking it out. Uh, is Ark the Lad Twilight of the Spirits suggested by Hill? Thank you, Hill. Thank you, Hill. Thank you. Cool suggestion. You've done us a great service. Uh, thank you, Hill, for your suggestion. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So with that, can I hit you with a few hot stats? Today? Please hot me up. Hot stats. So let's see. Ark the Lad, Twilight of Spirits, came out June 23rd of 2003 in North America. Okay. For the PlayStation 2. Sure. This was, of course, developed by 
cattle call. I had never heard of this cattle call, before. like cows. Yeah, yeah, like cows. Fascinating. And uh, they have developed such games as uh, Ark the Lad, obviously, uh, The Legend of Legacy, The Alliance of Alive, and these are uh, made up names. Those are real. And Upuna. The wait, hold on. The Legend of Legacy mm-hmm. and the Alliance of Alive and Upuna and Upuna, yeah, <laughs> hits. We got so Those... many hits in the Cattle Call catalog. <laughs> Those first two games are they related at all? Because their names sound very similar. They're sequel. Uh, Alliance of Alive is a sequel to the Legend of Legacy. What a strange name. By and large, Japanese releases. Sure. So I don't think we got a lot of these in in the West, but uh, we did get Ark the Lad, Twilight of Spirits. Okay, we got that. We got that. This is the sixth entry in the uh arc the lad series many lads have been arced over time and this i is didn't the know there one. were so many yeah there's quite a few apparently yeah this this was my first exposure to uh-huh. the lad and his arcs <laughs> um i do have a review uh from joe video of arc the lad twilight of spirits uh-huh i have taken joe video's review and i've run it through google translate a number of times it was originally in french uh, we've walked through uh, the Strait uh, Chi- of Esperanto. We've walked through the Strait of Esperanto, uh, through Chinese and Japanese and Latin and Zulu and Ar- Armenian back into English. Sure. And got we've got a nice little review. I'm ready. Yeah, this this one's fun. I like this review. Uh, Jovidiu said, The new bow lord, frankly, is not pulsing with his brothers, but it doesn't matter. It has enough ghosts to win the battle of hearts and lovers of sunny landscapes and haunted slopes. Unfortunately, some of the offense kept him from getting to where he needed to be. Pity. When emerging companies understand the importance of voiceover psychology and character, we will survive. When we begin to understand the importance of sound in our brains, we will be safe. <laughs> Until next time, 7 out of 10. From Jeffrey on this one. That one, it felt like it was trying to put something into my brain. Yeah, there was an idea trying there to was be an, like implanted. <laughs> there was an idea. It wasn't trying to convince me of the idea or like communicate the idea. It was trying to forcibly put the idea in my brain with that review. <laughs> Without directly really communicating what it was saying, right? Like it's, yeah. it, it's, it's like every other word is the one your brain's going to pay attention to. And so it's <laughs> the last couple of lines about sound really, really uh, reminded me me of you know if you're trying to if someone's trying to brainwash you those sounds yes it's, it's, it had the same kind of cadence and uh, authoritativeness as a brainwashing sentence uh the winter soldier is like gonna wake up in a second if they if they listen to this podcast <laughs> absolutely when we begin to understand the importance of sound in our brains we will be safe definitely seems that like... is definitely a trigger sentence <laughs> absolutely a trigger sentence to yeah. wake up a sleeper soldier 100 <laughs> percent Hey, could you uh, tell me what Ark the Lad Twilight of Shadows, or sorry, Twilight of Spirits is? Ark the Lad Twilight of Spirits is a fantasy RPG. Mm -hmm. So you're in a fantasy world of monsters and humans and magic. It is a top-down, isometric, turn-based RPG where you have uh, free reign in, in a certain sphere of where you move. So it's not like grids or anything like that. You have free reign there. But mm-hmm. within a certain area, 
Um, you can do attacks, you can do magic, you can do items, what have you. Regular RPG stuff. Yeah, and, the, and the, 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 probably the most notable thing is that the game switches between two characters, Karg and Dark. Dark, yeah. Two very interesting names Yeah. in their own yeah. ways. Yeah, and it, it, it kind of goes from there. There's mysteries, there's prophecies, there's windstones, there's spirits. There's Twilights of Spirits, there's Orcons, all sorts of good fantasy elements in there. But yeah, as a it's it's yeah, pretty pretty straightforward RPG for for this time, I would say. Yeah, Anything to yeah. add to any of that, Chase? No, I think I think that's it. This game definitely like uh, this is sort of an aside, but felt felt like blockbuster core to me. Like I always oh, saw sure. Arc the Lad at Blockbuster. Yeah, 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 yeah. Never, never played it. Surprisingly enough, I feel like I would kind of play like what the fuck ever, but never, never picked this one up. So I was, I was definitely interested to play this one. Same. I, I remember hearing the name. I remember seeing reviews and ads and whatnot, but I never, I never picked it up as a kid. You had mentioned to me before we recorded that you liked this game. I was having a fun time arcing that lad <laughs> in the Twilight of the Spirits. Yeah, it was. It hit me in the same way that a Kingdom Hearts would, mm. in a way. Love that, yeah. Like the very cartoony look to things, the very bright, kind of chipper but morbid tone in some <laughs> yeah. ways. Yeah, and it, and it was always, I knew I was playing a video game, mm -hmm. which sometimes I like. I like yeah. just it being silly and goofy and just not trying to take itself too seriously. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes I really enjoy those types of games because so many games take themselves so seriously nowadays. Yeah. But having one, just like, hey, this is just a game. Like we're just we're just messing around here. We're having a good time. Hope you have fun. Yeah. But that's what this game's tone felt like to me. Like there's this kind of silly story. The voice acting, woof, is is something to to discuss, of yeah. course. But the overarching game in its in and of itself was compelling enough for me to put a, put a good like five hours into this game. Nice, I got decently far. But yeah, what was what was your experience with it? I I agree with you that like the the tone of it is pretty nice, and it definitely feels like a game of this era where like absolutely it's like very PS it's PS two core. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. I thought the the like battle system was like definitely interesting enough. Mm -hmm. um, uh, it's not exactly the same, but it does remind me of the way that like Shining Force operated a little bit sure with like just the movement of the battle and uh to a similar extent valkyria chronicles where like absolutely you have a set amount of movement that you can do on the map and then you're kind of free to go wherever in there and then you do your action based off where you want to go exactly that's i thought the same thing valkyria chronicles came to mind for sure yeah which which i like i, I think that that's an interesting approach to like uh movement in a otherwise like pretty static battle system game. yeah 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 exactly like rather than the final fantasy or dragon quest approach where it's you pop into a battle system and you're in the same place every single time uh it's like you kind of have to work with like the topography of the the battle that you're in sure and so like i, I thought that was that was pretty good honestly you know if uh, if i'm looking at like podtomistic stuff to be like interested in i, I I liked the battle system. I thought it was like cool and inventive, especially for 2003. Like again, I know I just compared it to Shining Force, which came out like <laughs> 15 years prior to this. But yeah, like, I, I did think it was interesting and, and novel in a way that I didn't. I don't remember seeing a lot in the PS2 era. Yeah, I felt like it did have a very different take on not just combat but mm -hmm. a story. It was a very unique story, which I yeah I did enjoy that, and the setting was interesting too yeah the the story itself is like it feels so video gamey in a way yeah that like it's kind of it, like you're saying it's kind of fun mm -hmm. i apparently this game is like very much connected to the other series mm. i think let me let me look this up but 
I don't know if there's a direct storyline between people, but the Ark the Lad 3 takes place a thousand years before this game. Oh. Um, which I really, so really like. Drakengard near Automata shit. I think so. Yeah. Like, I, I really like it when games or movies or really anything says, uh, hey, I know the story that we told you is, you know, XYZ, uh, but fuck all that. We're going to skip you know two four thousand years into the future like kotor i was just talking about that Mm. and uh we're doing this totally other thing now yeah um it allows you to kind of like engage with the lore a little if you want to um but also you can just have a totally different world a totally different like set of characters Mm -hmm. uh which is great but i have like special callbacks to the last previous yeah for the people who are for the people who are really into it they'll be like oh i know what that thing is or i know this character or some sort of reference or something but Mm -hmm. like I didn't catch any of that. I didn't play Ark the Lad 3. Yep. So in 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 this world, uh, I think in the, in the last game, there was this outbreak, I guess, I don't know if you want to call it that, but like outbreak of, of Deimos, of demons. Mm-hmm. And essentially over the last like thousand years, there's been this ongoing conflict between humans and demons. Mm-hmm. And so like, it, I, I think initially there was some sort of like, they had tried to live with each other, but- Didn't work out. Na- yeah, now it is not working out. That like, there's definitely conflict between these two. <laughs> the world has been split in twain. Yeah. Humans on one side, Deimos on the other. <laughs> no mixing. Right. And, uh, but what is, I, th- I think, fun about that is that the story follows uh, Dark and Karg, who are uh, <laughs> human Dimos hybrids. Yes. So, like, that, obviously, you can kind of see where the story goes from there, right? Like, it's an interesting take on this. Yeah. I Dark just assu- got the short end of the stick. He definitely <laughs> looks much more like a hybrid than Karg does. What happened yeah. there? Karg just looks like a dude. Yeah. Is there any explanation for that ever? Is like, oh, his mom, like, removed his scales in his sleep or some shit. I don't know. I don't know. I never got to that part, at least. Neither did I. It seems like, yeah. damn, you really, you get, like, get, like, discriminated against a shit ton in your society, whereas this guy's, like, a prince, essentially. Yeah. The plot synopsis is, like, eight paragraphs long. Ooh. So, quite a bit Ooh. in there. It's This felt like a girthy game. Yeah. I was looking at like i wonder how long it would take to beat this i was like oh man this actually looks quite long main story is uh 36 hours Hmm. so yeah like i i like it when video game stories or really any stories are able to engage with their own like lore in that way where they're like we're kind of going to be able to pick and choose like what parts of this we really like spoilers but eventually uh like the big bad from the previous couple of series is like i've just been sleeping for three thousand years i'm (laughs) i'm back i'm ready to eat nom 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 i'm the lord of the black abyss is pretty pretty sick that's like a that. great name yeah it's very good so i i definitely like that part and the story's fun like like you're saying the tone of it's really like kind of chipper I, I i just think like some of the jrpgs from this era do a really good job of setting the tone i was just talking about dragon quest and like we talked about level five mm-hmm. being like the the very good people who do this yeah but this game i think does it well too where like the the, the tone that they're setting is really fun like i get a good idea of who these people are mm-hmm. and they do a lot of just like I don't know, tone setting. So I, I liked that. It was good. Mm-hmm. You seem to play it a lot more than I did, though. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. How far did you get? I probably played it for like two hours. Did you get a dark? I did. Yeah. So like I knew that that was a thing that like there was a two character thing. I was like, I at least got to like see it through like the beginning of this game. Yeah. I, I I thought it was interesting, but I wasn't like super compelled to like get back in there. Yeah. There are some points in the dark section where it gets like it gets it gets kind of dark. <laughs> yeah <laughs> wow nice there's one part i don't know if you got here mm-hmm. but this woman who's his slave owner essentially right yeah he has like stockholm syndrome with her he's like yeah i know she sucks and she tortures me and she like whips me and fucks me up in a lot of ways physically but yeah. she did like feed me and like make sure i didn't die essentially yeah. and yeah. she gets kidnapped 
you have to go find her Mm -hmm. and you fight some monsters and at the end for for seemingly no reason you just get overpowered and there's nothing anybody in your party can do yeah they rip your wings off yeah that was wild did you get to that part i did the imagery there was fucking nuts it was brutal they rip your wings off and then Guido's like, oh yeah, I was actually selling you out because you're a worthless like piece of shit, essentially. Yeah. Brutal. Very wild. Very, very brutal. Yeah. And I, I, it was an interesting tonal shift yeah. because it's like this very cartoony, almost chipper tone of a game. And then it's like, oh, here's some mutilation. Also, what's up with all the, the cars and subway station in Ork- Orkthon? What's going on yeah. there? Similar sort of reveal uh, to Ninja Gaiden where they're like, actually, there's a lot going on here that like we're just not showing you yet. Yeah. So I mean, I just I just thought it was an interesting story. Is really mm-hmm. what it comes down to. Interesting enough to get me to keep playing and uh, enough of a nostalgic throwback in visual design and tone and gameplay mechanics that kept me going. Yeah, Because uh, sure. PS2 is definitely like my era of games. Yeah, definitely. So it was just kind of fun to step back into that sort of game design realm. of just like, oh mm-hmm. yeah, I know how all of this works. Let's go. Yeah, I, I, I agree that like revisiting something like this can be really cool especially if you like hadn't played it before and especially if you are similar to either of us and that like ps2 was like an era that you played a lot of games in because it feels like something out of time like when i when i played uh, uh racing lagoon it felt like that of like this is a playstation one rpg that i had never ever seen mm-hmm. and here it is like just intact which is cool i i, I like that a lot it's just fun to go back to arkin lads to to. and kissing dads dream daddy yeah, why not? Ark the Lad and Dream Daddy crossover? Is that what you're suggesting right now? Why not? I was mostly just trying to spit out a rhyme. What did we say the name of the episode was going to be? You said it before the podcast. I'm Ark, I'm Barkin' Bark, Ark, Ark Bark? It, yeah, it may, it may have been Arkin and Barkin or something Ark, like yeah, that. Yeah, it was Arkin and Barkin. <laughs> it was Arkin and Barkin. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, it's gross. I don't really know what it suggests, to be honest. Like, I, I, I get the first part where we're playing Ark the Lad. The barking, I feel, <laughs> has been co-opted by the internet as, like, a submissive sexual thing. Oh, sure, yeah. Like, I'm going to make you bark, right? <laughs> yeah, I would you never know? bark for somebody like that. I would that, never yeah. bark. That's that's kind of where I was thinking yeah. about it. It was arkin, arkin and barking. God damn. When I said it, at least that's what I was thinking. But I was just sort of imagining like the game is so good that like you're barking about it. Like you're just like, I gotta, I gotta tell somebody. Maybe the game is so good. I'd bark for it. Oh, okay. So yeah, we're still in that realm, huh? That's fine. <laughs> I'm just saying it works both ways. It does work both ways. <laughs> but I, I enjoyed the game. Yeah. I thought that the voice acting for, for the two main characters, all the other characters were like normal. Yeah. But the two main characters were... <laughs> pretty over the top they were putting some ps2 special sauce on there dark sounded like a teenager doing a will arnett impersonation oh my god yeah do you see that i do yeah he's like attempting to make his voice very low whereas karg sounds like i don't know some some youtuber or social media guy i've seen who does like this really nasally voice in all of his videos (laughs) yeah just like kind of it like it's like the dreamworks face of voices essentially (laughs) Um, yeah, so, yeah. so not, I know I'm kind of being a nasty boy right now about these two characters, but <laughs> I think that they are done in a way that is <laughs> strangely endearing in that they are just so over the top and ridiculous. It's like, yeah. you can't be upset by it. It's just, it's just absurd. 
in a, in a it way. Kind of, yeah, it comes back around. Like initially, you're like, this is very strange. But then at a certain point, once your brain is adjusted to it, you're like, no, I like this weird, weird way that this person is speaking. Yeah, they, they lean into it just enough. Did you ever cast Cure with Dark? No. Oh, okay, I need to, you need to listen to this voice line. Oh, cooling wind, heal this body. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cooling wind, heal this body. Chill me out, dude. He's so gravelly. It very much feels like an anime villain sort of like voice going on there. Most definitely. But I had fun with this game. Thank you, Hill. Yeah, thanks, Hill. This was this was a good one. I, I feel like with games from this era, there's so much more to chew on sometimes than like, you know, any of like Super Thunderblade. Super Thunderblade was very simple. And like, yeah, uh, there was like three things to talk about in that game. Super Thunderblade was bubblegum. This is more like a box lunch. Yeah, you're, you're getting some stuff in there. You're getting some stuff in there. There's some stuff to unpack. I wouldn't say like every inch of it is perfect, but um, it's not bad. Like there's there's a yeah. lot of it that is really good. I think it is, there's enough care put into it that you can appreciate it. Yeah. And something I really did also like, I just want to do an aside here, is the sure. map. I really like the maps. Map is really fun. Yeah. The map was very bright. It, had, it I always love a topographical map. Me too. That really shows like the terrain, mm-hmm. you know, like a like a map map is fun too yeah. but were you really showing me the world i'd love mm-hmm. that and it just gives you so much more world building opportunities as opposed to just yeah. like through the story like show me don't tell me kind of thing which i really liked i really liked the map and you can see that yeah. like on both and both sides of the map like in the the human side where you see like all oh, these beautiful mountains it's so sunny and then the demo side was like dark ruins and like a ruined <laughs> human city over here and like, an, like a subway <laughs> station that's all fucked up I like it. I like that. I, I enjoy that. Yeah. No, I, I, I totally agree. They, d- they do a good job of like kind of, a, I wouldn't call it totally environmental storytelling, but like you get a good idea about the state of the world based on like the towns that you're in. Yeah. Do they ever explain the car, the cars and shit? I didn't get any explanation if, if there was one. Hmm. Maybe car is named it... after cars, but over time <laughs> it's just been warped to carg. Oh, that's a carg over there because cargs <laughs> go fast. Um, and this lad shit. arcs fast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at the plot synopsis for Ark the Lad 3. There is a lot in this game. I yeah, I I don't I don't doubt it. Just the amount oh, of story shit. I got through in the brief time that I played Ark the Lad this version, Twilight of Spirits. Yeah. Apparently in Ark the Lad 2 there was the great disaster, which I'm wondering if that is like the the moment where cars became extinct <laughs> and cargs became the new thing. Enter cargs. <laughs> Uh, do you have anything else to say about Ark of the Lion? Uh, I enjoyed it. I might play more of it. It's fun. Nice. Yeah. I'd check back in if you do. I'd be interested to see kind of how this turns out. Yeah, I will. Do you have anything else to say? No. No, I'm good. I, 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 I like this game too. I came in a little hot on it, but like, I think there, you, you, everything that you said, I was like, yes, actually, that is a good part of this game. So, um, <laughs> I brought out the pot mist in you. Is that what you're saying? I, I mean, yes. Yeah. Oh, that, that, that did happen. Thanks, baby. I, yeah, absolutely. I didn't, uh, I wasn't going to come in here and be a nasty boy about it. Like, that's definitely not the, the point of the segment. But, mm-hmm. uh, I was like, ooh, am I going to have to, like, kind of reach for some stuff? But, no, sure. Like, uh, you, you, uh, you put the team on your back, David. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this game. It was, it was a lot of fun. It was a great way to spend a Saturday. Hold on, Chase. I have I have a segment that I want to do real quick. Whoa. Okay. What's up? Secret segment incoming. This is secret segment. Wee woo wee woo wee woo. Um. <laughs> this is my game pitch of the week, Chase. Oh my God. Yeah. Tell me. I forgot about this. Uh. Then I saw 
my note on my on my phone and i'm like oh no this needs to be said immediately uh i was playing mallory's out of town right now which is why i had so much time to play video games over the weekend and she was she called me Mm -hmm. on sunday and she's like oh how are you what have you been doing today just a check-in right Mm -hmm. yeah i'm like i've been doing well i've been playing a lot of ninja gaiden and she's like mm-hmm. ninja garden and then you don't say we started we started talking about it like ninja garden that would be that would yeah. be a good game yeah. that would be a a retired ninja master mm. going around his neighborhood his or her neighborhood and stealthily creating beautiful gardens <laughs> and increasing everybody's curb appeal and home values in the neighborhood yeah they're like sneaking around like being very quiet about it it's essentially a stealth stardew valley yeah no I is what that. i'm thinking of that's really good so yeah, do do Stardew Valley, but at night and stealth. Why not? If you get caught by that. your neighbors, don't get caught by your neighbors. They don't they yeah, don't want no. you out there on their property mucking they around. They might be a little weird about it. Yeah, they they put that grass in there for a reason. But you you know you're <laughs> gonna tear it out, and put some hardscape in. It's also a dating sim. <laughs> I mean, why not? You like accidentally like run into another ninja tending to their garden. Ooh, no, that's good. That's a good. That's a good twist. There's another yeah, like ninja who is like a very different type of gardener mm. than you are, like the polar opposite. They're like way more into like natural gardening where like they're not actually taking a lot of weeds out. It's just like stones and uh, mm. like rocks and shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you fall in love. Yeah. And then you fall in love. I don't know what the name would be. I don't know a lot of good like ninja names. Yeah. Do you know good ninja names? Ryu is really all I've got. Just call them Ninja Gardener and just let the, let the, the gamer's imagination fill in the rest yeah. stealth thumb stealth like a green thumb but a stealth thumb. green foot green toe mm. green toe <laughs> sounds dirty yeah how about green foot green blade green blade <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a vampire movie now yeah again the the blade extended universe is getting really weird with super thunder blade blade and now <laughs> green blade I forgot we talked about that for Super Thunderblade. Yeah, Blade the vampire yeah. riding around. No, it definitely is actually Vampire Blade. In his retirement years. Because this one, he, he uses a samurai sword, doesn't he? He certainly uses a sword. I don't remember if it's a samurai sword. I mean, sword I guess he would be kind of considered a ninja because he only... Oh, he's a daywalker, though. So he doesn't come out at night. Oh, is that true? God, I haven't watched Blade in a long time. That was time. the whole entire point of Blade is he's a daywalker. So he's a vampire who can go out during the day, right? David, I don't think I've seen Blade since 1998. I don't ever think I've ever seen Blade, but I know Blade lore. <laughs> Just really into Blade lore. <laughs> Whoa. But I've been on the Blade wiki, so I'm kind of an expert. <laughs> Is he a daywalker, right? I don't know. I'm just on the IMDb. I've got nothing about daywalker versus not daywalker. Blade, who is a human-vampire hybrid that possesses the supernatural abilities of the vampires without any of their weaknesses except for the requirement to consume human blood. Mm. A daywalker is a type of vampire or half-vampire who can walk in the daylight without harm. Blade is a daywalker due to his mother being bitten and turned (laughs) into a vampire while she was pregnant. (laughs) So anyway, we're going to talk, we're going to need to talk to Wesley and see what he's doing. See if he's down to, to star in Ninja Garden. Oh, Mr. Snipes. Have I got a game for you, my friend. Do you like gardening? I bet he does love gardening. Who doesn't love gardening? I think Blade seems into it. I like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you're wealthy and old, from my personal experience dealing with a lot of wealthy older folks in my job. Yeah. They, yeah. they love to garden. Yeah. Gardening's their thing. So it would follow. Blade would be into gardening. But yeah, that's my that's my game pitch for the week. Yeah, that's really good. Thank you. I I, uh, I was not expecting it. I'm glad I wasn't because that that was very good. Do you have any notes? No, it's perfect. Okay, cool. Thank you. We're gonna ship it. 
We're, sh- we're shipping it. Uh, I just I want to make sure that you can kiss the other uh, gardening ninja. You could kiss the other gardening ninja. You could kiss yourself. You could kiss the plants if you want. <laughs> you get extra points if you do that. You get extra points to kiss the plants. Plants respond to love. This is a, yeah. this is a fact, especially from Blade. Spe- especially from Blade. It's not the easy to produce walker. love from Blade. I mean, he is a he's a vampire. Yeah, he is a vampire. They're not known for their love. Have you seen Twilight, David? Vampires in quotations. Don't don't pretend they're not fucking vampires, David. Then I know I'm just dunking on them. I'm sorry. They're vampires. (laughs) They're vampires. They they love in this one instance. Yeah. 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 (laughs) If you would like to do something involving podtimism on the internet, a great place to start is podthemism.com mm. you can uh go there you can listen to the show if you want to um you can find our twitter our email mm. um a link a link to the show if you have no idea where to find that yeah um you can also check to see if we've covered a game i don't think every one of them is in there but i am approaching closer to finishing that up completely mm-hmm. uh you can also suggest a game mm-hmm. uh as as noted by our suggestion from hill thank you hill thank you hill yeah you can you can go suggest a game there we will play literally what the fuck ever you send us maybe it's a great game like Ark the lad maybe it's a great game like Ark the lad and uh yeah if if you like you if you like the game Tell it. Tell us why. Or if you have never played it or don't like it, that's fine too. Mm-hmm. We'll play it. We'll yeah. find something good in there. Mm-hmm. You can't stop me from playing these games. You can't. You can't stop Chase from playing a video game. This is something no. I can absolutely <laughs> confirm. I'll find a way. If you get in the way of him and his video game console, his desired game of choice at that moment, he goes white in the eyes, starts frothing at the mouth a little bit, and I tell you to 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 kick rocks, fella. Hey, kid, beat it. Hey kid, hey kid, just in that same tone. Hey kid, beat it. Beat it. I would like to play video games now. And if you don't, he becomes Blade. And then I sit and wait for you to leave. This is a sit-in. <laughs> the boycott of you being here. Against your oppression of my video games. <laughs> yeah. You monster. <laughs> Thank you, Scout, for uh, your hard work on our uh, podcast art. She's done a great job yes, on it. Yes, beautiful. Uh, Scout out of the week. Mm-hmm. If you want to uh, go support her, you can do that at her. I've been pronouncing it Kofi for a long time. Is it Kofi? AJ AJ on Async said uh they think it's coffee because you can coffee. there there is explicitly on there a way to buy coffee for somebody. Say like buy oh. me a coffee. Uh, mm. that seems it stands to reason that it is a coffee page and not a Kofi page. You know, there is a coffee shop in Palm Springs called KOFI coffee. Wow. We're, we're getting know. put on we're put getting put on to our, our learning game. It's this a good coffee shop too. Nice. If you're ever in Palm Springs. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a good art shop if you want to go to KO-FI slash humble or dot com slash humble goat. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find Scout stuff there. And also, if you want to help out the show, you can review it on Apple Podcasts. You can review it on Spotify. You can subscribe somewhere. Or you can uh, on tell a friend. Uh, if somebody's like, hey, what podcast you listen to? You could say, hey, I'm listening to Podtimism. It's neat. Uh, I, I've seen people do that recently. Thank you. Hell yeah. Thank you. Thank you, people. Thanks, people. Thank you for doing that. It's Thank great. you, people. It's great. Um, we appreciate it because uh, we like to make this show. It's very fun to do. Uh, love spending time with one another and you, listener. Thank you mm-hmm. for being here. It's great. I am uh, always consistently uh, bowled over by uh, people listening to it, enjoying it, and saying the stuff they like about it, and saying that it provides some amount of positivity for them. 
which is great. Love it. That's all I can hope for. Mm. I'm not coming here for like cool game thoughts. I'm coming here to be like, I hope your day is good. Yeah. 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 You're not here for the analysis. <laughs> no, man. <laughs> we do that. We do do that. But like, I just hope your day's all right. Mm-hmm. Like, that's cool. Yeah, I hope you're doing well. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hey, David, do you have any gaming wisdom for us this week? I do. What is it? You know, if if you are if you are given the gift of of ninjutsu, ninjutsu, yeah, you can either choose the path of war, yeah, or the path of gardening. <laughs> it's one or the other. Both are equally viable options. Probably, yeah. And I hope you choose the path of gardening because it's it's great to make something beautiful in this world. I always need a gardener. <laughs> I <laughs> that's 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 true. You wish you had a ninja gardener. <laughs> I wish I had a ninja gardener recently. <laughs> I uh, was in communication with some gardeners in Seattle because our backyard was a fucking disaster because I am no ninja gardener. Mm. And I was like, hey, when can you come? And they said this day. I'm like, great. See you then. And they never showed up. Uh, we were having a dog party yesterday and I didn't want these dogs to like sta- step on like a, a blackberry bush or something, which we do have. A whole blackberry um, bush. We got vines and shit. They're, they sure. pokey. No, that's, that's fair. That's fair. And so your boy had to go out there and get his ninja garden on mm. uh, for like six hours last Damn. night. That was, a, that was a challenging day for me. But you you persisted. I pulled out my dragon sword and jumped into the air and flying uh, flying swallowed. Is that the flying the swallow? Move? Yep. Yeah. All over the place. Yeah. I was just whipping around the backyard. You know, maybe Ninja Garden is a Stardew Valley like. Ninja Gardener mm-hmm. is more just a third person action game where you go around <laughs> and your job is to be a gardener, but you're a ninja. And instead mm. of being out there in the day, you just do it at night. And then people wake up. They're like, I have a beautifully maintained garden now. Yeah. And they yeah. leave you money. They Venmo you. Hey, dude. Sweet work. And it could be it could be like a crazy taxi where you have to get through like a certain number of gardens to get more money. <laughs> and like the quicker you do it, the more money yeah. you get. Like how well you do each garden depends on how much money you get. That's a, that's a good game too. That's a fun <laughs> one. That could, you, could, you could do that. I hope the offspring isn't doing anything because I do need some new sick tunes for, <laughs> for that game. <laughs> we need we need fresh tracks, Mister Offspring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did Mister Offspring get you? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why that one sent me in a weird spot. <laughs> okay, hey, yes, good, good to have you here, listener. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what this is. You went, you went too far back. You, you went too far back there. Oh God, I forgot how to do an outro. Um, <laughs> We're just riffing now. We're just riffing. Usually we like do, we just do it, but then I, I threw you for a loop by going back to a game again. I think is what happened. Yeah. Uh, here's here's our cool new sign off. Um, game, um, game gamers garden gamers garden. Okay. No way. We'll, we'll we'll do the thing. We'll do the thing where we switch off words, and this will be our gamer sign off okay, for the week. I'm ready. Okay. Blade. Dragon. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> that's fine. That's good enough. Blade. <laughs> Blade dragon. <laughs> Just sounds cool. It's not even anything. <laughs> Blade dragon is our sign-off. Period. Bye. Blade dragon. <laughs>